Joining us now, he is the GM down at TPC Sawgrass hosting the Players' Championship. Coming up, Derek Sprague joins us. Derek, welcome to the golf shop. Morning, Derek. Good morning, gentlemen. How's everything up there? Oh, it's rainy as usual. Uh, Hopefully it's been a little nicer down that way. I got to ask you, though, um, as as spectators, you know, coming in, how high is the rough going to be? Because that may determine whether we show up or not. Well, uh, we're cutting it at two and a half inches down here, which uh, will make it nice and juicy if we get yeah. any precipitation. But the uh, course is in great uh, great condition. We overseeded last November, so it's nice and green, and fans worldwide will, uh, will certainly notice that when they tune in next week. So when we talk about moving this back to March um, from the you know May time frame, What's the difference in the golf course? Is it is it really just the grass, or is there more even from a wind or weather perspective? Yeah, well, certainly, you know, temper and temperatures should be uh, a little bit cooler than in May. Uh, you know, maybe about ten degrees or so uh, if it's on the average, and then and then the winds will be just the opposite uh, if we have the typical March winds here. Um, so, for example, on holes 17 and 18, instead of those holes playing downwind in May, they'll play in into the wind. And not for 17, it'll be a, a slight crosswind um, going from left to right. So that'll make things uh, interesting, especially on Sunday when we, we tuck that pin uh, behind the bunker on the far right side of 17. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're trying to get close to, to make a birdie coming in, coming down the stretch there, um, they'll have to check that win for sure. Yeah, you know, I wanted to ask you a question, Derek. You know, your previous job was at Liberty National. I'm sure that view out to the Statue of Liberty every day wasn't a bad thing to look at, first of all. It doesn't get old, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and for people that don't know, Derek was a, a past PGA president. Um, you know, he's, he's PGA uh, PGA of the year, uh, professional golf association, uh, president of the year. Tell me this move to TPC. Is this a dream job for Derek Sprague? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I, I started working for the tour in 16, 2016 when I was at Liberty national, the PGA tour manages that property for the fireman family. And, and, uh, and then of course we hosted the 2017 president's right. cup, uh, so that I was uh, intimately involved with with the operations there, sort of to prepare for moving down here to TPC Sawgrass. So, uh, no, this is this is exactly uh, uh, a great place to work. Uh, busy facility. We got a great team down here. 350 uh, employees here just at TPC Sawgrass. Wow. We got about 800 at the global home uh, of the of the tour as well. So, got well over a thousand PGA Tour employees right here in Ponte Vedra Beach. And it's just a great culture that we have down here and, and uh, really, uh, you know, hosting championships uh, annually. And then, of course, the other 51 weeks of the year, we're, we're uh, creating a lot of dreams uh, for people that play here for the first time. Yeah, Derek, you were, you were the PGA president at, uh, when, when the task force was formed to modify the selection committee uh, or the process for the Ryder Cup. Kind of hit hit us up with with what that was about and and how much you were involved with that that whole thing because we ended up winning well, I co- with Hazleton. Yeah, yeah, I co-chaired it with uh, Pete Bavaka, right. then the CEO of the right. PGA of America and and after the loss in Glen Eagles in 2014, we said, "Hey, we just got to take a fresh approach to the Ryder Cup. Let's get the players involved. Let's see what's uh, what's on their mind and uh um 
you know, to, to really see how we can, if we need to change things, uh, the record was not good uh, leading into 2016 with the number of losses we've had over the last uh, uh, 20 years oh, yeah. or so. So we uh, took a fresh, a fresh approach. We got players like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Jim Furyk involved, and, and uh, Tom Lehman, Raymond Floyd, Ricky Fowler. So we had... Uh, Multiple generations sort of covered in that uh, in that task force, and and uh, Davis Love was part of it as well, and Steve Stricker. So all names that uh, the golfing world is familiar with, and so we we just said, you know, let's take it day by day of the week of the the Ryder Cup, and what was happening really to to condense it is, you know, we looked at it, and I think a lot of the captains looked at it that okay, I'm done the FedEx playoffs, now it's time for the Ryder Cup, and they prepare maybe a month out. So now you're seeing the captains and even the vice captains, they're preparing as soon as they're announced, you know, from day one, and getting input from the players. What do they want to see that week? And it's really almost a two-year process now versus a two-week process of preparing the team. Yeah, and, and well, it's going to be something that continues to evolve. Uh, let's let's get back to the Players Championship. Uh, what kind of player is is best served at this golf course? I mean, we, we've seen over the last several years. I mean, you've got Matt Kuchar all the way back in 2012. We we know Matt's uh, more of a, a consistent player. He's not one of those bombers. I mean, you got Tiger who bombs it in 13. You get Keimer who's probably a little more strategic around the golf course in 14. Ricky's got a little bit of everything in his game. Jason Day, we know, can bomb it, but he's a great putter as well. Siwoo Kim can also bomb it, and he putted the eyes out of it in 17. And then Webb Simpson has kind of resurrected the putting after uh, no, no longer being able to use the belly putter. So, uh, you know, what are we looking for this year? Um, is it somebody that's really going to have to roll the rock, or is it going to be more of a kind of getting it in play and maybe getting some breaks? Well, I think uh, the key to, and certainly we saw it with Webb last year, you've you got to keep the ball in play uh, off the tee, uh, not only for this year, you know, it was last year with Bermuda, but this year with the with the rye uh, rough being a little bit taller, uh, to be able to hold the ball on the green. So they got to keep it in the fairway off the tee. So that, you know, that uh, gives a little advantage to the straight hitter. Um, because not every hole is a bomber's hole out here. You got to be strategic. It's really a shot maker's hole. And then, and then you got to be uh, careful where you hit it on the green, um, because the greens do have a lot of undulation in them, uh, which then turns it over to who can roll the rock, as you refer to it. Is um, you know pace. We're, we're hoping to have a good pace if Mother Nature. Uh, cooperates down here so they're going to have to roll it uh, you know very close on those long putts if they don't get it if they don't get it close uh, with their approach shot so really and you've heard this over the years here at the players you got to have every shot in your in your bag here um left to right right to left um and with the win this year that'll that'll be that'll make things a little interesting you know will a high ball hitter uh, prevail with with the March winds uh, versus someone that can can flight it a little bit lower uh, to control the the uh, distance uh, better um, into the wind or or even downwind because uh, uh, the winds have been um, just from what I've seen already in the first uh, week here of of March it's been uh, they've been up uh, much more so than I can remember in May so if that continues this this upcoming week. Um, you know, you have to be a good win player as well to get around this course. 
Derek, you know, we, we've had this discussion all the time, and people have it all the time, and we have the four major championships. The player has been, you know, talked about as possibly a fifth major. We know that for the World Golf Hall of Fame, it counts the same as a major. Um, you know, it does have the – last year it was the fourth strongest field in golf uh, behind, uh, which ironically enough I think people don't understand is – the number one traditionally is the PGA Championship, the PGA of America. Um, you know, this is probably other than the four majors. This, you know, there's no amateurs that come and play in the Players Championship. Where, where for you, where does it, where does it fall? Because we have four majors, we have four WGCs, and you have the Players Championship kind of sitting out there. Where, what would you like to see happen, or if anything, or do you like it kind of where it is? Well, we, you know, we refer to it here, and, and certainly the commissioner has as a modern major, and it really does have a, a, a great vibe to it. Um, and I think it's appropriately called the players. Um, I mean, year-round here, we work and we operate TPC Sawgrass for the players. We have a number of tour professionals that play and practice out of here. I mean, this is their home club, and this is their event, if you will. Um, they got a tremendous purse they're playing for um, this week. It's their event, and um, you know. So I think it, 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 and now with a new schedule, with the lineup of being in March ahead of the four majors, you have a significant event. You know, over five months starting in March, and then it leads to the FedEx playoffs in August, and then we get into the the team games either with the Ryder Cup or the Presidents Cup um, each fall. So. It really is a significant event, and I think, you know, I remember, you know, playing high school golf and collegiate golf. When you're when you have that home event, so to speak, and, and this I would call their their home event. I mean, this is their 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 major, if you will, the players' major, and uh, and um, you know, it's got a great field in it. So it's in the right spot, I think, in my opinion. All right, so we all know about the finish, about 16, 17, and 18, and all the drama that can happen, whether it's Eagles on 16 or somebody making a great birdie on 17 or turning around and maybe making an eagle and a birdie and then dunking it in the water on 18. But for you, what what is kind of the sneaky hole out there that maybe people don't think as much about that is as tough as anything? Well, one of my favorites is uh, uh, 14 out here. It's a long par four. Um, beautifully landscaped, has a nice roll to it, but it does have water all the way down the left side. It slopes right to left. Uh, this is the one Siwoo Kim in 2017 uh, hit his driver from on the on the right side, sort of over the long grass, protecting uh, from going in that water, I think, on the left. Um, it's got a sort of a, a, a tough green to, to uh, get to based on the lie of where your drive is. Um, it, depending what the players hit, and depending again on the wind, uh, I think they'll be hitting uh, into the wind uh, in March with the prevailing winds. It'll be coming sort of right out of the right corner for them, so that'll add some distance to it. And they might end up hitting, uh, you know, a shot into this sort of small green uh, from about 170 to 180 yards away. So it's not uh, it's not a short hole by any means, but it. Um, it's got a nice roll to it, nice flow to it. Um, you know, like I said, visually, it's my favorite hole out there, and it's sort of a sneaky hole from the standpoint of, uh, um, you know, sort of getting through there with a par and to get yourself in, uh, you know, in a good situation for 15 through 18. Yeah, it's one of those interesting holes where you don't necessarily – 
see a lot of doubles or triples being made, but you don't see a lot of birdies. It's like, you know, there's there's enough of a bailout where you always see guys getting in trouble and a lot of guys make bogey. And that's kind of the interesting thing about that hole, isn't it? There is. You know, it's 481 yards. So like I said, it's not, uh, um, you know, it's, it's not a short hole by any means, but it still has some teeth into it. And, and um, again, it could uh, depend on the time of day they're playing. If it's early morning, if they're going off number 10 in the first two rounds, you know, it, it, it'll it'll get them. It could get them early in the round too if they're not careful. You know, and we've heard before that if uh, if the 17th hole was hole number seven, it would just be another par three. Do you really believe that? <laughs> no, no, not at all. So the. Um, you know the seventh hole, 451 yards. Uh, you know is a is a great. Uh, that, that's a tough hole as well. You know, water all the way down the left side and water short right. So they have to, and it's narrow in between those two. So, Derek, uh, I was going to ask you about the greens. Are you are you, is it going to be straight Bermuda or did you oversee with Poet Trivialis? What are what are they like? Yeah, yeah, we overseeded uh, Poet Trivialis and and. Uh, so they'll be rolling good. They'll be championship speed. You know, they'll be in that 12 to 13 uh, range. Fast enough. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. But these undulations. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so they'll have to be careful. Again, uh, trying to hit it close with their approach shot. But if they don't, um, you know, it can get away from them here uh, with a long putt with that with those speeds for sure. You know, it's obvious you can't short side yourself on any golf course. But that, it seems to really penalize you at, at, at at sawgrass it really does yeah it does uh again in the, in the rough uh we're anticipating a lot of players showing up uh as early as today those that either didn't play in the the arnold palmer invitational or those that missed the cut uh we're anticipating uh we, we closed normally we're open today for member and resort play on the valley course um but we closed those in anticipation of several players coming on site today um, my understanding, there's only been about 14 or 15 percent of the players that have actually played in the ride conditions here. So, wow. um, the uh, uh, you know they're going to want to come in early to to get used to the rough, like you said, around the greens to see what those those uh, pitch shots or those chips uh, how they run out and how they uh, how they feel, as well as checking the winds and um, you know those holes that that are going to be different, not only 16, 17, 18, but the ones we mentioned before, like 14 and, and uh, 12 may, 12 may play a little bit more downwind, the drivable par, par four. So um, since we redid that hole, a number of players have been just selecting a layup, but now if the wind is at their back, it'll be coming over, I think their left shoulder for prevailing wind and a little downwind. Uh, you may see some players uh, uh, go for it there, even with a three wood to be able to stop it on the green. Well, Derek, man, we appreciate you coming on with us. Have a great event out there. We'll all be watching. You bet. Thanks for uh, having me on, and uh, it should be a great week this week, and uh, let's hope Mother Nature cooperates for both fans and players alike. All right. Thanks a lot, Derek. Okay, guys. Thank you.